This is Yaakov. We are on page Kuf Tzadik Tes. And it says here, We read that already last night. That is, So we talked about that yesterday. This is God himself saying that because they're suffering, there should be a Yirba and a Yifreitz. And we talked last night about how that means that when the Jewish people nowadays suffer, our response needs to be, that the Jewish response to suffering is by building. We're moving right along. And they were disgusted because of the Jewish people. Malamid, the word used there is Vayakutsu, which means to be disgusted, but it also is a strange word for disgust. There's all sorts of other words to use for disgust. Milamid, the fact that used Vayakutsu teaches it was like they were thorns in their, we were thorns in their eyes, because Vayakutsu is Milash and Kites. So we were like thorns in their eyes. I don't have any commentary on that. Just use your imagination. Thorns in eyes, not pleasant. The Mitzrayim made the Jewish people work which means with back-breaking labor. Rebbe Lazar says it's not what it means at all. It doesn't mean that it was back-breaking labor. It means Bifarich means Beperach. They convinced us. That's very much Al-Derach what we talked about earlier. The Rebbe always combines them in Sichas. The idea of Perach and the idea of Tpare hanging a brick mold around his neck. That they sort of tricked us into this. They made our lives bitter with with very hard work. That's with mortar, and that is bricks. And all sorts of work of the field. He says, Initially, we were just working with mortar and bricks. And by the time we were done, we were doing literally everything. So it started off as a national building project, and by the time we were done, we were slaves for all purposes. And this was the Aveda that they made us do. All the work that we did was Befarech, was with backbreaking labor. They say, or he says, The real tricky part about this was they would switch men's work with women's work. They would give guys, girls jobs. They would give girls, guys jobs. Don't worry, we have commentary on all of this. I'm just reading right now. Huh? Okay, okay. Okay, gentlemen. And the one who says that that was everybody agrees that this was an act of pricha. So even the opinion that says that pricha beforech doesn't mean it was too difficult. It means that it was beperach. It was tantalizing. Here, everybody agrees real pricha is making men do women's work and women do men's work. So there is a... Uh, Right, because it says Farach twice. It says, So the first Farach, the question is with which Parach means Parach and which means uh, Perach. Okay, so uh, there's a Ben Yayada here that is, uh, that is interesting but also hilarious. I would like to open with it because Milta B'dichasen needs to open every class. And there's a Ben Yayada that says that why were the women upset about doing men's work? Why were the men upset about doing women's work? What were their complaints? So the Ben Yayada says that the women were complaining about something very valid. Men's work requires you to be not sneeze. Women had to roll up their legs to do certain jobs, he says, in order to like stomp, stomp things. They had to roll their legs up. In order to pick things, they had to roll their sleeves up. They had to be not sneeze. They had to bend in strange positions to lift and move things. The women were worried about Kedusha. So the women were completely justified being upset that they had to do men's work. However, what were the men complaining about? The work took patience. That's what it says. The work took patience. I'll read the lashon. There are certain jobs that require a patient person. Sometimes they're tiny thorns and they're mixed up in dirt. They're these really tiny things and men look at these and they just lose their minds. And women have the patience to sit there and pick the thorns out of the sand. So they gave men these jobs and men like flipping the tables. <laughs> I cannot do this. So the women were worried about Kedusha. The men were worried about the fact that it was really annoying to do these women's jobs. That's a Ben Yayada. There is a, uh, there's a Maharal. Once again in Kvodas 
Hashem, Maral Kvod Hashem, just goes through this Gemara line by line in Drush. And what I'm finding so far, I've done this now twice, and I think it's going to happen over and over again. I'm finding so far that the Chassidus is more or less rephrasing the Maral Kvod Hashem. I think the, the Chassidus, is on, Chassidus on Haggadah is very much based on the Maharal on Haggadah. I had no idea. <clears throat> I mean, it makes sense. The lineage lines up. But nonetheless, cool, right? Okay, so listen to this Maharal. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, you know, you just don't expect to see it. You don't expect to open a safe in Ma'aral and see all the same things, same things you're seeing in my modem. It's just really cool. So the Ma'aral and Kvodos Hashem says, each of these stages represents successively worse labor. That, first of all, nobody likes to work, right? Nobody wants to be enslaved. If you tell somebody you're going to have to work for free for the rest of your life, forever, that's bad and they're going to be unhappy. However... As long as they get to be in their house, they'll still be somewhat happy about it, because at least they get to sit at home and do that backbreaking labor. They might be doing, they might be sifting kitesim out of sand, but at least they're sitting at home. Then you make them go out to the field, they go, okay, this is just the worst. <laughs> it's getting worse. So it starts out that, uh, that first of all, they, uh, they don't want to be slaves, but at least I'm at home. Second of all, I'm, uh, I'm, a sla- I'm a slave in my field, but at least I'm doing stuff in the field that I'm used to doing, right? Farming work that I'm used to. Then you take their jobs and switch them and tell the men to do women's work and the women to do men's work. You've now taken them three stages out of their comfort, comfort zone. So means they successively made it more bitter, starting by making them slaves, then taking them out of the house, and then giving them the wrong jobs. Why were these wrong jobs upsetting them so much? Says the Ma'aral, because everybody has a regilus. That's the Lashni uses. Everybody's used to certain things, and we get, into a, we get into a rhythm. And the truth is, just about anything can become natural after a while, even something very unpleasant. If you do it every single day, you know, like waking up for the 6.30 shachris, even very unpleasant things, if you do them every day after a while, they become somewhat acceptable. They become somewhat tolerable. Um, if you do it often enough, if you really want to mess with somebody, take, take something that they finally made tolerable and flip it on them and take it away. Regilus is comfort, and lack of regilus is discomfort. Comfort, huh? Routine. routine, that's right. Anything, routine, no matter how painful the routine is, there's a comfort in routine. If you really want to, dis, if you really want to uh, displace somebody, take them out of their routine. And then the Maral adds one more thing. So he says that, he says it's all about regulus, and then he adds a second point. He says, there is a mystical significance to each of these levels of work being done in the field, and I'm not allowed to explain it to you. That's the Lashon of the Maral. You'll find this in the Rishenim, you find this sometimes in the Maharal too, that the Indian is deep, it's Kabbalah, and he doesn't feel he's permitted to tell it to a wide audience. However, we have no such rules. So in Terah-Ur, it's also brought in, um, in Artera, which is the <laughs> Terah-Ur, and in Artera, so you're from the Al-Tarev, from the Tamach Tarek, the Rebbe quotes it constantly, so you maybe might be familiar with it. It's brought in Chassidus in many places, that each of these things corresponds to a form of Torah learning, that each of these kinds of work in the field corresponds to one kind of Torah learning. The, I have it written here. It is that... So the word, the term Avedakasha, which is hard work in the field, this corresponds to acting, to asking questions on a piece of on a piece of Gemara. Bechemer, which is a word for mortar, corresponds to Kalvachemer, the derivative ideas that we have when we're trying to derive halacha. Basada, all sorts of work in the field. This is the brisas that contribute to the Mishnayas and contribute to the Tanaic tradition. and also we have the mortar, which is Libun Hilchasa, the clarification of halacha itself. And what is brought in a couple places in Chassidus is that anybody who accepts upon themselves the yoke of Torah, it's a mission in Perkevis, anybody who accepts upon themselves the yoke of Torah won't have the yoke of Derech Eretz, so they won't have to do work very hard. You can choose. Basically, you always have to work hard, but the question is, if you make it, if you put that hard work into Torah, God won't make your workplace work so difficult, but he's going to make you work somewhere. So if you take Torah and you know, you, you do have, have a lot of us working people learn, right? You know, we open, we open, a, we open a safe or we we learn a little bit, we skim it, and then we go to work and we work like crazy. We could switch that if we wanted to. We could learn like crazy and then work that way. But you got to pick, pick one. God, God makes sure we pick one or the other. So you can putter yourself 
from the Jewish people can kiviyachel patter themselves from the slavery of this world by learning Torah with that sort of chayas. That might be the mystical dimension the Mara was talking about. About the regilus, though, and that's what we'll end on for tonight. When it comes to the regilus that he talked about, the routine, there's in Biurim Sefer Atanya, which I believe was edited by the Rebbe, so it has a certain additional authority on top of the other commentaries on Tanya. Biurim Sefer Atanya says that women's work is technically easier than men's work. Now, this is why I give the shear to men. If this was a women's shear, I don't think I would, <laughs> maybe I would say it differently. It says here that objectively, objectively, women's work is easier. Why? Because men are into kibush. Men conquer things. So whenever a man's involved in work, he feels like he has to own the workplace. A guy walks into a workplace and we actually, I hate to say it because it's, it's supporting an idea that is not necessarily progressive, but the fact is that we see this bear out in data all the time. One of the main reasons, besides the fact that uh, wages are not always fair, one of the main re- reasons for wage inequality we've seen in study after study is that women don't ask for raises as often as men do. So uh, this does contribute to actual wage inequality, that women don't have a derech of kibush, generally speaking, of conquering. So since men generally conquer, men's work is always harder by nature of what men put into it. Men make their work conquering work, and women don't. This is in Biyurim and Sefer Atanya. So the reason why uh, women's work is technically easier, therefore, the question is, why were men complaining about women's work? Right? So women were complaining about men's work. The Ben Yayada has his answer because it's uh, tedious. But that's not, the, that's not Pshat. In Pshat, why were the men complaining about women's work? The women were told, you used to have to sow all day, now you have to go and like, work the fields. I hear their complaint. The men were told, you used to be out working the fields, now you have to sow? The men should have been happy about that. And the answer given by the, uh, by the author of Biorim B'Sefer Atanya, edited by the Rebbe, so we'll say that it's by the Rebbe, is that any change in Agilus is, ca- in Regilus is called Avedas Parich. Is that any time I have to change from my routine, it's going to hurt me. And the proof that we have from this is that someone who learns 100 Dapim routinely when they add one more daf, just like the camel when you add a little bit more distance or the donkey whatever the muscle is you know what I'm talking about we'll do it with the daf when a person learns a hundred dapim like Mendelakin learns a hundred dapim every single day that becomes part of their routine and then uh, one day they learn a hundred and one dapim and it's like they're, it's, it, 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 and they're like panting how is this extra now why should that be now, why should that be difficult? Why should one more dot be difficult? This person learns 100 dot. And the answer is that any change in routine is incredibly difficult. And he says that we see from, the, we see from our Gemara the reason why that's considered Aveda. The reason why real Aveda is learning a little more than your Agilis, pushing yourself in Aveda a little more than your Agilis. If you normally daven an hour, davening an hour in one minute is going to be real Aveda. That's what a real Aved is, is someone who pushes themselves. Dafka because that breaks Regilis, and Dafka because that's called Avedas Parech. So what we have from our Gemara is what is the most serious kind of Aveda, the most backbreaking labor? that makes somebody a real Ovid, changing their regilus. And what can we use for that in our own lives and our own Aveda? If I really want to be an Ovid Elikim, if I really want to be someone who serves God, the real trick is to change my regilus, to add a little bit more. And even a little bit more is going to be a Avedas Pricha, Legabe HaKadosh Baruch and that makes me a real Ovid. So if you're learning or davening, however much you are right now, especially in these nine days, add a minute of it, Avedas Pricha. And that is a real Ovid Elikim. Okay, that's it.